The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. You Dickens, why didn't you tell me about Charlie? Well, hi. Charlie? Yes, I was never so surprised in my life. I washed my hair this afternoon, then I sat down to read the paper, and I opened it and nearly fainted. Why, why? Didn't you know about Charlie's story? Story? Yeah, well, article, I guess you'd call it. I was so surprised. I called Madge right away. I said, honestly, as well as we know you and Charlie, you've never told us about this. What are you talking about? Didn't Charlie tell you he was getting an article published in the paper here? Charlie? Charlie Bemis? Yes. He can't write. Well, whether he can or not, dear, he did. Why, you could have knocked me over with a feather when I opened the evening paper. You know, I was just glancing through it. Where is it? uh, Oh, right there in the chair. Turn to page four. Well, was I surprised. Well, what is it? An article on insurance? No, dear, not at all. Well, he sells insurance. I know that has nothing to do with insurance. That's his business. You think if he wrote something at all, he'd write something he knows something about, for Pete's sake. Well, it isn't about insurance. Now, forget it. Here, here, let me find it for you. Page four, page four. Page four. Here, here, here. Read it. This is the first of a series of articles on the history of our fair city by Charles Bemis. (laughs) Well, it's crazy. I don't get it. What do you mean? Well, I mean, Charlie, of all people. Why a history of the town? If anybody wanted to get the history of the town, all you have to do is get down to the public library. They've got plenty of material there on the subject. Well, that is exactly what Charlie did. Well, what I mean is anybody could do that and write a history of the town. Dear, anybody could, but Charlie is one who did. Yeah. Now sit down and read it. He writes very well, very amusingly. Parts of it really are, are as funny as Thurber. They oh. really are. I just never knew Charlie had it in him. Aren't you proud of him? Yes, yes, sure. Sure. Every time we hear the expression, easy as pie, it not only reminds us of pastry, but it also calls to mind how easy the listening is when you're tuned to CBS Radio's Howard Miller Show and Just Entertainment. Howard Miller is our man about popular music. Every weekday on most of these same stations, he drops by with a complete assortment of delightful new tunes. And what could be easier or more agreeable than keeping up with the newest in popular music with Howard Miller? Join him on CBS Radio each Monday through Friday, and there'll be no problem about your having a good time. On Just Entertainment, Pat Buttram is in charge of the music and comedy. In his unruffled way, he keeps a steady stream of light-hearted music and comedy coming your way. Work if you must. Relax completely if you can. But don't let anything stop you from hearing The Howard Miller Show or Just Entertainment every weekday. There's another lamb chop for you, Bill. No, 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 I don't think so, You're thanks. not eating very much. I fixed such a nice dinner. Well, I'm not very hungry. A little too warm today, I guess. Mm, I told Betsy we were having lamb chops, which she loves, but she insisted on staying for dinner at the Kendall's anyway. You know, I think she's down there too darn much. She must be making a nuisance of herself. Oh, no, honey, not at all. What's the matter with you? You've been so cross ever since we sat down to dinner. Oh, I don't know, I don't know. I guess it's the heat. Well, it has been warm today. Even the baby's been fussing. Oh, another thing I liked about Charlie's article. <sighs> you know, to take a lot of dough facts and make them so amusing, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the story of the first two settlers quarreling over that piece of land was just... I said, 
all by myself laughing. I just howled. It was so funny. Really, you know, if the rest of the articles are as funny and as wonderful as this. <laughs> What's the matter? Nothing. Just that you've done nothing ever since I got home but rave about this, this rather factual article that Charlie wrote. I mean, I think it's nice he did it and all that, but... I mean, after all, what's so darn wonderful about it? Well, I think it is. Mainly, I guess, it's just so surprising that Charlie Bemis did it. As we've said so often, Charlie's so nice, but, you know, it's kind of hard to be crazy about him, you know. Well, Charlie's a great guy, he really is. And, as I said, I, I'm proud of him to think that he sat down and did something like this. Well, he certainly has been nice to you, dear, sitting up all night with you in the hospital when I had the baby. Yeah, yeah, that. sure, I know. I just said he's a wonderful person. And as you said, it's hard to be crazy about him because... Well, he can be so darn embarrassing. He's so loud, you know, and you'll be someplace with him in public, and he lets out one of those bellowing laughs I of know, his. I know, and... I know. Well, maybe it's to cover up a feeling of shyness, really. Well. He certainly has hidden talents up to now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, I guess to tell the truth, I'm a little annoyed he didn't tell me. I might have helped him, you know. I know Tom Davis pretty well down there at the paper. Mm, well, I guess he managed without you, dear. As mm. I understand it, he happened to see a letter to the editor in the paper one night. Some woman wrote in that there'd never been a complete book written about the history of the town. So, according to Madge, Charlie just hired himself to the library and started digging up the facts. Uh, well, I, I just meant Charlie's not very shrewd about business. I might have been able to get him a little something for the articles. I mean, this way, he's probably so glad to have the paper publish them at all. Oh, no, don't worry about that, dear. Madge said they paid him, and very well. Oh? Yes, isn't that wonderful? You know how hometown papers are inclined just to pay peanuts for something, but I gathered that Charlie is getting a nice, tidy little sum for this. Oh, mm. oh well, that's wonderful. Yeah, and Madge said they talked <clears throat> down at the paper about Charlie even getting it published in book form afterwards because it's so amusing. <laughs> what do you mean, publish it for sale all over the country? Yes, isn't it exciting? I said to Madge, wouldn't it be amazing if it turned out to be a bestseller on the nonfiction list? <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear, it was... You don't seem very surprised at all this. Surprised? I, I, I'm bowled over. I just, I just don't understand his not telling me. Yes. You know, it really is kind of funny, considering how interested you've always been in writing. Yeah. Whatever happened to that book you started to write one time? Oh, you were so fired with enthusiasm, you burned the midnight off for days. That was the last I heard of it. Oh, that. Well, I, you know, I didn't have time. And well, I... I guess you have to work nights and just keep at it, dear. That's what Charlie did, Madge said. Too bad you never kept on with the book. Seems to me you read me some of it, and I thought it was awfully good. Be funny if you had finished it, and now both Madge and I would be married to real, live authors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, I can't get over that. Charlie just writes so marvelously. Now, look, for really, Pete's sake, he's, he's written a few factual articles on the history of the town. You're comparing him to, to George Bernard Shaw, practically. Oh, I am not. You little, just a little bit jealous of him? No, for Pete's sake, jealous. <laughs> Well, the truth is, I guess we shouldn't be, but we both are. Oh. Well, we are, let's face it. I'm glad for Charlie, of course, but somehow I can't help feeling that... Well, I wish you'd thought of it. It seems so simple. Yeah, like everything else. Once somebody has accomplished something, it seems so simple, you wonder why you didn't do it first. That's right. Well, Charlie has been nice to you, dear. And I think, frankly, you should jump in the car after dinner and drive over there and congratulate him personally. Yeah. Yeah, I do, too. More power to him, I say. I Look... I'm the guy who's always saying he's going to do something and never does it. Charlie doesn't even mention it, and he goes ahead and accomplishes something. I give well, him credit. Uh, well, I'm sure he'll appreciate your coming over and telling him how yeah. good you think the yeah. article is. Yeah. Since he knows you were the editor of your college paper and have done some writing yeah. like that yourself, yeah. and he'll appreciate your opinion. Yeah, you sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let's face it, the truth of it is it couldn't happen to a nicer guy, and I really mean that. I know you do, dear. Yeah. I know you do. Well, you drive over and tell him so. I know he'll appreciate it, darling. <laughs> 
Hi, come on in, pal. Sit down, sit down. On the phone, but I'll be right with you. Ah, <laughs> no, that's okay. Matt said to come right on up, said you were busy writing. Yes, operator. Yes, speaking. I'm holding on. You uh, fixing this up as a den? No, writing room, writing room. I gotta get away from the family to concentrate, you uh, know? Yeah. <laughs> of course, the house is really too small if this writing business turns into a full-time job. <laughs> Hello? Yes? Speaking? Oh, yes. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> is that a luncheon? Uh-huh. Thursday, September 18th. Uh, yes, I think that's clear. Uh, hold on while I check. Oh, golly, now, where is my... <laughs> they want me to speak at a luncheon for the State Writers League. <laughs> oh, there it is. Uh, hand me my engagement book, will you, pal? Oh, yes, yes, sure. Yeah. Here, here. Thanks, old man. What you want? Hello? Uh, September 18th, Thursday is fine. <laughs> All right, thank you. I'll be there. <laughs> you know, that phone hasn't stopped ringing. Would I speak here? Would I speak there? <laughs> well, look, Charlie, you seem pretty busy. I won't keep you. Uh... Well, I'd ask you to stay, but I want to finish my 11th article tonight. Oh, yeah, sure, I understand. I've done a little writing myself. <laughs> you have? What? Well, I mean, you know, college paper, and I started a book once. And... No kidding. Oh, yeah. Well, that's just fine. You should have kept it up, pal. Well, you know, it takes time, and... When you have another job. Oh, I know, I know. But it might be good for you to have a hobby. Never know when something will sell. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> yeah, I, I am. Well, I, I just dropped over to offer my congratulations. You, you write very well, Charlie. Well, that's what Madge always said. Charlie, she's always said to me, Charlie, you ought to write. You've got a natural style for writing. You know, it's funny. I, I write better than I talk. But then I guess most writers do. <laughs> Editor said I was a born writer. Just comes naturally. <laughs> yeah, well, that's wonderful, Charlie, and lots of luck. Say, now listen, pal, if you ever dig up that book or toss off a short story, I'll be glad to look at it and tell you what I think. Thanks, Charlie. I'll get along. Uh, you got work to do. And, oh, never too busy to see a pal. Don't forget that. <laughs> no, 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 I, I won't, Charlie. <laughs> I can't tell you how swamped we've been with calls ever since the paper came out, but I said to Madge, no matter how busy I am, luncheons and dinners and signing autographs when the book comes out, I said, it's not going to change me any. I said, somehow, we've got to find time to squeeze in my old pals. We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. For a moment, let's talk about the news and about a friend of mine named Mrs. Johnston. At the moment, the big news in Mrs. Johnston's life is the birth of a granddaughter. Last night, she flew a thousand miles to make the young lady's acquaintance. But Mrs. Johnston isn't completely self-centered. She knows that in the world around her, there is other news which affects her life and may touch her new granddaughter's life, too. Every day, Mrs. Johnston has depended on her local CBS radio station for her news of the world and the nation. Now that she's a thousand miles from home, she can still depend as thoroughly and as completely on the CBS radio station in her granddaughter's hometown. With an accuracy of scheduling and a split-second timing unrivaled by ship, plane, or train, the CBS radio network sends to its affiliated stations the reporting of Edward R. Murrow, Alan Jackson, Lowell Thomas, Robert Trout, Douglas Edwards, and its other newsmen. Wherever they go, a hundred, a thousand, or three thousand miles across America, the Mrs. Johnstons and the Mr. Johnstons, too, can get their favorite news programs because CBS Radio is a network. Well, I don't 
don't believe it. I'm telling you, that is exactly what Charlie Bemis said. Well, I don't see how a tiny measure of success could go to anybody's head so quickly. Look, I am telling you what he said. I sat there twisting my hat and feeling so darned uncomfortable. Well, wasn't he nice to you? Well, he was nice, yeah, I guess, but... Well, I suppose he was busy, dear. If he had to finish an article and... Already he's getting besieged to give talks, you know? I know, I know, I know. But what the heck happens to people when they suddenly get a little bit successful? I mean, they change. Well, I don't think anything really happens to them. It happens to you. You change. You know, you've never been so crazy about Charlie Bemis. But now that he's getting some attention, you suddenly expect him to be yours because you knew him when. Yeah, I guess so. Well, I know one thing. I know that I can write just as well as any Charlie Bemis. I can, better. And by golly, I'm going to write something, too. Fine, dear. Shall I get out paper and pencils, or do you want the portable typewriter? Oh, Pete says I'm not going to start now. I mean, wait till our new house is built, and I have my, 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 my den. I need proper surroundings for inspiration, a place where I can have peace and quiet and... All right, dear. All right, you needn't smile. You just wait and see. You just wait and see. Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Don Briggs as Charlie and is produced by Walter Hart. Listen again tomorrow to The Couple Next Door.